So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about making the right decisions instead of just saying yes to everything. How to say no. Yes. Nice. <laughs> are you recording? You got it. Yes. <laughs> We should we should give some some context for this episode. Number one, we're developing film this entire time. Yeah. So for all of you listeners on Apple and Spotify, you're gonna hear sounds of uh, water and um, shaking canisters, blicks, and developer, blicks and developer, and all these plastic swooshy swashy noises and so clicky clacks. If that's awful to your ears, I'm so sorry. Uh, it might be easier for you to watch and listen at the same time because you'll actually see what's happening. Some context. In the background. So context is. Context is king, is what we're saying. Um, number two, this episode is sponsored by Musicbed. Uh, we love them yes. very, very much. Yes, we do. Eric, what is Musicbed? Musicbed is a music licensing platform. I've been using them for over eight years at this point. They're my favorite music licensing platform on the internet. There's a lot of them out there these days, but um, I think it's pretty safe to say Musicbed is like the champion of them all with the highest quality music. And uh, yeah, use them for all of my filmmaking work, whether yeah. it be weddings or commercial, YouTube, we this podcast youtube videos rally caps we use it for instagram videos mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff i think a lot of people are confused as to like what is acceptable use for music yeah. licensing because yeah. it, like places like tiktok these days it feels like you can just kind of use whatever and get away with it right but if you're actually licensing music for commercial work mm -hmm. or putting stuff out there and you don't care to, to for the idea of being sued yeah. if you're an illegal kind of person uh just a law-breaking citizen and you don't care that's fine it's not but it's fine Good also luck. yeah have fun with that uh but if you want to do things the right way and support the artists who are making that yes. music along the way uh check out music bed you and can use the code uh, all caps rally caps at checkout and you can get a free month uh, when you get a subscription for youtube or for weddings or commercial work. i think there's a very good chance that we could be future artists on music bed just saying i'm just manifesting that into existence because this off season we want to make some music we've talked about that before right so if you happen to go on to music bed and see whatever our band name is maybe should it be rally caps no why mm, maybe <laughs> mm. tbd but anyway there's one of the film sounds <laughs> That's our that's our cue to stop talking about this subject. Yeah, thank you, Musicbed, for sponsoring this episode of Rally Caps and for being our first sponsor on the show. We love you very much, uh, and we're thankful to be working with you. Heck yes! Cheers! Cheers! Oh dear! Put it in front of the mic. Oh yeah, here. That was a good sound. That was actually a pretty good clink. Put it in our sound pack, available for purchase in a month. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though, that's gonna. Yeah, we might do that. That's an opportunity right there. Okay, but this is what anyway, I'm gonna talk about today, Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we we have done a, uh, a rambling train of thought episode before. It was super fun, but we're gonna keep things focused today. Okay. And also find Is that because tangents. that one negative comment we got? Yeah, it haunts me every day. <laughs> Saying that no, yeah. it was too unorganized. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite episodes ever. It is my and, favorite episode we've done. But then everybody else was like, I loved this episode, mm -hmm. so. It was funny because that one came in and then Literally three minutes later, Michael commented, this is my favorite episode that you guys have ever done. I was like, okay, yeah, all, all things in balance. I love this form uh, of an episode because it just feels like everyone's just kind of chatting in the room with us. And even more so because Braxton is here with us today. Yeah, We'll probably be chatting a bit about film because it's mm -hmm. such 
a fun thing that we do mm-hmm. and so personal to us as as photographers as mm-hmm. creatives it's it's like that one thing we get to do mm-hmm. that isn't work but is sort of in our realm of work mm-hmm very much in our realm of work. Yeah. I mean, we were just having the conversation this morning about what's the line between photography as a business mm. versus photography as an art. And I think a lot of people that are photographers okay. and are business people, they have two sides of it. They can treat it as their main job. Well, let's break it down. Let's Before we start talking about how to say no, let's yes. chat about that topic real quick because I think that's widely applicable to mm-hmm. so many creative entrepreneurs. Yes. Wh- what's the difference between being an artist and being a creative versus yes. being a business owner? Yep. And when is it okay to just crank out work and when is it okay to find go through something with a fine tooth comb and put it in your portfolio and consider it art? Because I think honestly, the the latter part of that, me obsessing over being an artist, was so much of the reason for my lack of growth as an entrepreneur the first few years I went full time. Okay. But 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 it established my voice. Yes. So, so so we're going to talk about in the, we're going to, we're going to try We're going to shake things up a little bit today. We're going to do an A segment and a B segment. The A segment is going to be how to say no. Yes. The B segment is going to be what we do to Mm. take breaks from those things. What we fill our time with. Great. When we are building free time into our schedules. Great. Because we're developing film. And like you said, that's something that we love to do. So we should kind of talk. And we've been putting off for forever. Yeah. Just like rolls and rolls and rolls. And I haven't like edited any of my scans and like, yeah. And that's what we're doing. We're going to edit scans all day tomorrow. Because we're be great. finally starting to say no to some things and getting some free time for ourselves. Yep. You're not quite there yet. No, not even a little bit. No, <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm doing a lot of your editing work so that you can do that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> no, it's okay. You have four kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that for sure. Yes. Okay. Give, so, let's give context. There we go. Because how much did we, t- we talked about uh, the classroom in a few episodes back. Yes. So we launched my whole wedding photography, wedding filmmaking course, uh, courses over one entire week. Mm-hmm. It was launched. It is no longer oh, available. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Okay. Steven, does do any of these need to be pushed? No, sir. None of my rolls of film need to be pushed. Awesome. This, this feels so formal. <laughs> that was weird. I just wanted them to know what I, I was I just like wrapped about. my hand around and touched his butt. It was like, wait, oops. Okay. Um, I like the standing energy. Yeah, it's We haven't pretty cool. stood in podcast. Give a, some context to what Braxton is doing right now. He's putting all of the film in a dark bag and he's cracking open the film and then he's putting them onto reels, um, which will then go into a tank where he does all the magic potions. We just show them. Yeah, and then we'll describe it to the listeners. So, <laughs> this here is... we have a roll. I'm way too short. <laughs> I'm on my tiptoes. Um, so we have a roll of 120 or medium format film, mm-hmm. and we're going to all in this dark bag, of course, because if it gets exposed to light, it's ruined. Um, we're gonna put them on these reels, and then from the reels, we're gonna stick all these reels into this tank. And then you develop them. Yep. You put developer and Blix and you rinse it and yep. finisher and squeegee. And yeah, we'll All probably show some of those things as we go. You'll see me behind Steven if he doesn't block me completely. So there's two really popular forms of film. You have the medium format 120 and then you have 35 millimeter, which is the most popular. And that's what you find in like um, in uh, disposable cameras. Mm-hmm. The ones that you don't throw away like Aaron in the office. Oh my gosh. What a, what a <laughs> disposable shame. Disposable cameras are fun. <laughs> But I hate that you have to throw them out when you're done. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so we we did the classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole workshop is it's not workshop. It's a course, full blown course. Yes. Not for sale anymore. No. Nope. Uh, hoping to launch it again in the future sometime. Yep. But we launched it for one week only. Don't have no idea when that will be again. If if we launch it again. If we're able to. Yeah. Because of the amount of work that it is. To- it was an insane effort to get that done. Yeah. yeah. So that that's the context for all this because it, because we plopped that in the middle of a normal year. Yep. Right. Like a normal amount of work in a year, mm-hmm. and arguably more than <laughs> the normal amount because mm-hmm. we. We got so much stuff pushed to 2021 from the, 2020. The double wedding season, a uh, lot of things happening, your family growing, us moving to Chicago overlapped with a lot of just me running life, a marathon, a lot of life, New York City. life changes were happening. And we also did one of the largest projects in any of our careers. And it was insane. All while trying to keep rally caps alive. Rally and- <laughs> caps and YouTube videos on your channel yeah. and your Patreon and all of these things that demanded consistency. So the credit, I think, what, there's value in the criticism of that negative comment in our other episode because it was just like, okay, this is just two guys like flexing about all the cool things that they're doing and you're just mm-hmm. rambling. While I understand that perspective, mm-hmm. I'd like to challenge it in that we're, we're literally just here just tr- trying to be transparent mm-hmm. about the things that we're doing in the place of life and business that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. What we're learning in that process so that we can be First, inspiration to people who want to be doing a lot of things, mm-hmm. but also then warning those same people and people who are as busy as us, mm-hmm. this is what you should probably try to avoid. Yes. And this is how we try to make our business sustainable so that we're not fried. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and we fail at that all the yes, time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With that, though, I feel like this whole year has panned out to be pretty much exactly what I thought it would be as far as how stressful it would be. I've had similar years to this with how much work and how much stress and how much backlog Mm -hmm. there has been. Uh, But I had so many conversations with my wife, Spria, about how insane that season would be with training for a marathon and releasing the classroom. And we did, I mean, we did not do it on the timeline. Most people do. Most people take six to eight months to build something like that. And we did it in like three, four. I think we did it maybe. in like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the That's filming generous. and editing. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah. yeah. We did a lot of the prep work in like the, like Early three to summer, four months but, prior. Yeah. But it took a long time for all of us to be free and available and like. To, and living here. To get the ball rolling. Yeah. Yep. Like you had to move here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for. for since with that being the case, it was wildly successful with what we were able to do and how much hard work we put in such a short period of time. What now we're having to deal with is, you know, tons of people are asking like, when is it going to be available again? I can't afford it this time around, that kind of stuff. And we're just saying we, we can't commit to any specific Mm -hmm. timeline. And I think that's what's healthy for us right now. Yes. Like I don't want to set a date right now. No, absolutely not. We all need to recover from Mm -hmm. that because there's a, team of four and there was a lot of stuff that had to be done we did everything in-house and coming off of that it feels really healthy to take some space away from it Mm -hmm. and take some time to do different professional work for one and also take time to ourselves to kind of do that uh, almost like annual thing that a lot of wedding photographers do where 
off season kicks in, all right, I'm going to do some stuff for me now. I'm going to explore some ideas that I wanted to try, or maybe I'll start a YouTube channel or I'll, I'll start making TikToks or like whatever it is, just something to kind of flex your creative muscles. That isn't what you just put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours into in that year, Mm -hmm. because it can be really exhausting to maintain that hobby, that professional hobby is what it is. Yeah. And not feel some level of like, oh, I just like, I lost a lot of my like drive this year because I put everything into my work. Like my work isn't just something I'm clocking in like nine to five and then I go home and leave. It's like, it's with us all the time. Mm -hmm. And so this is a great time to reevaluate a lot of that and kind of, I'd say like reassess like what you want to be doing going forward and how you want to change things. You make a lot of mistakes along the way. Mm -hmm. You learn from them. And so now that the we like, you know launched a ridiculously robust online course great did it learned a lot from it and now we're working on a pretty large commercial project with mike now and it's like another different thing related but different type of project that we can tackle and learn from and get better at and hone skills in and but the, then, but, then but the, the outcome of that project is three deliverables on video yeah and it's the same amount of time yeah. frame yeah so i think it's gonna be okay split amongst five people <laughs> if not more yeah 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 no but like it's learning the, oh yeah no yeah but like they're not the same thing are different. yeah they're not the same thing at all, at all. <laughs> not even a little bit but like just like in the nature of doing things and learning from them and getting better along the way and trying different things that are maybe outside of your wheelhouse like i think in some ways we're all going to be pushed outside of our comfort yeah. zones working on this project it's great like we can all learn and get better at what we're doing but it's really exciting to see this many people who are going to work on this one thing because like we all have very different strengths Mm -hmm. and uh it's gonna be so cool to see what all of us full-fledged can put into it yeah with like doing it in a reasonable amount of time and not feeling stressed about it Mm -hmm. the question i want to ask you is and maybe i'm just maybe you need a second to think about it Mm -hmm. what what are you saying no to right now or what are you saying no to in the next few months and then what are those no's providing for you like what what are you able to do then because you're saying no to specific said things uh sure um less less work for other people in the next couple of months i feel like a lot of this year i spent a lot of time working for free or building things like rally caps mm-hmm. or just putting a lot of time into other people's projects and work. And I really want to rein that in a little bit and like have some time to myself to make the things that I want to make, especially in the off season. Cause there's, it's the best possible time for it. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, some people would say the most wonderful time of the year. Some people would say that Eric, <laughs> and you are one of those people. <laughs> It's the most. <laughs> I think people got the reference, Steve. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh! I'm, I didn't realize they did. I had no idea. Um, Bing Crosby over here. <laughs> <laughs> this is where yes. we introduce our musical career. Yeah, and <laughs> you got a little preview. <laughs> Do a little Sam Elkins level singing. Do a little cajoling, um, caroling. This episode sponsored by Music Band. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying no to working for other people. Great. I love that answer. Yes. What is that? So that's that's provided. So what are the specific things that you then want to work on for your own specific business brand or personal life? I want rally caps to grow a lot more. Uh-huh. 
uh, I want to make YouTube videos again for myself, mm -hmm. really with printing money, printing money, um, with really no expectations or intentions. I just, I, I, I think YouTube, I think everyone should make a YouTube channel for the sheer fact that the process of organizing your thoughts, making a video out of them, cutting that into a video and then publishing it is such a wonderful way to become a better communicator mm -hmm. and it helps you become a more organized person. Just video essay every time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like it really, it helps you build so many skills that you can apply to other areas of your business. And uh, I think it's just a really fun process too. And I can incorporate photography into it or I kind of want to just make videos about other interests that I have also because I, not everything has to be photography all the time. So mm -hmm. right. um, yeah, I think just making those videos will be really fun. Even just like little vlogs with Laura, I think it would be really yeah. fun to do. Just things that feel less, less rooted in business, if that makes sense. And more just kind of like, hey, I'm making this because I like to do this thing. Yeah. And that's that's the only expectation that I have for it. Let me challenge you a bit in that. No, thank you. <laughs> um, the fact that you have built a YouTube channel that now has over 1500 subs. Correct. In rally caps. Yes. So don't discredit that. Don't feel like you only have to make content for your own personal Stephen Schultz channel. Mm -hmm. Because we've talked about getting creative with rally caps and making other. Oh, I fully intend to make YouTube videos for rally caps. Right. So that's just under the rally caps umbrella yeah. that I mentioned. But yeah. then my own videos will be more of like a, this is just for fun. This yeah. is just for me kind of yeah. thing. Because it is fun. Mm -hmm. It's a. I, I think I. My favorite part of my making videos sometimes is just the script writing process. So yeah. It's just like getting everything organized in Notion, getting all those tiles ready to go. For like, sure. I, I love you're so the opposite of me. I love to write like yeah. it, it's it, it, it's a really enjoyable organized. part of the process. So yeah, uh, and then just I mean we've lived in Chicago for three months now, but I've only been here for two of those months because of the amount of travel back and forth to the East Coast to finish out my wedding Brutal. season. So I really really desperately want and will intentionally create time to just hang out with Laura, spend time in the city, get to know this place enjoy it we've saved a lot of the indoor activities that we want to do for the winter oh cool so we've got a long probably list have a notion list oh, of course of things of you want to do of course yeah um <laughs> and i'm ready i'm like i'm excited to see this place because this is our home now we really want to feel more like locals in the yeah. process so um yeah more personal time more more things for myself oh the last one that i'm really really intent on is getting back into creative portraiture because that's the first uh, I wouldn't say first, but like it was the it was the first like genre of photography that I fell in love with when I started taking photography more seriously, mm -hmm. like first got into like concert photography back yeah. in the day when I was doing work, so to speak. Um, but senior year of college, taking creative portraits, finding Narav Patel, doing all that stuff, Ben Sasso, all that that type of work. Mm -hmm. um, and now moving, I'd say like modern day inspiration is Linus um, and his camera and his camera. <laughs> His camera, wow, what a guy, <laughs> great conversationalist. Um, but no, really like his, his work is kind of like exactly what I was interested in then, but also done on film now. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm interested in film now and actively shooting it and intend to do a lot of studio sessions here, uh, experimenting with different lights and things and, and trying to bring more images to life that I kind of, that start in my head. And yeah. then I very intentionally try to create that image and just mm -hmm. pull it out and make it happen um, because Wedding photography and a lot of corporate and commercial photography is about volume. And I want to cut that down and really be very, very focused on like those 16 images that I get on my yeah. 120 medium format camera. Mm -hmm. um, it just feels a lot slower and refreshing uh, because 
man, putting out, you know, a hundred thousand images a year kind of thing is just exhausting. Yeah. So. Yeah. It seems like not your speed at all. No. Which it's good to see you start to clarify some of what you want to do for your future when it comes to the medium of photography, because you are just seeing as a close friend of yours, seeing the crux of your career right now. It's like you could go five different ways. Mm -hmm. You could go into podcasting. You can go into design. You could go into web design. Mm -hmm. You can go into YouTubing. You could, you could do all these different things, um, which is great. Mm -hmm. You're now a Swiss army knife and this whole year was you building that, mm -hmm. but now it's going to take a season of saying no yes. and in building those specific things that you want to invest in for the future. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it will be tough to say no because I do it's love all so those things hard to say very, no. very much. It's so hard to say no to money. It is hard to say. Yes, that is. Yeah, that's absolutely. my, I'm, to be perfectly frank, that is my biggest hang up. I'm like, I see like, <laughs> stop talking about money. Oh, he just has to, <laughs> He can't hit that yet because he's working on the, the hot water. The blicks. <laughs> I haven't developed in a minute. I neither have I. And what's so funny is you're talking depth. about the you're talking about slowing down and stuff. He's literally working on that 120 that you're mm -hmm. ex exactly what you're talking about right behind you. Yep. Have you ever have you ever actually gotten your hands on the tank yet? Yes. Okay. With 35, not with 120. Not with 120. Yep. Comes out green after the first rinse. The 120 does. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, weird. Yeah. Not, not always. Not always. Uh, every single time I've done it, it's been green. So, does he do conflicting it right? stories? <laughs> Maybe it's only because I've processed Porsche 400 or something. It's probably all the green ink on your hands when you put your hands in the bag. Yeah, that could be 120 it. can definitely turn out green. Yeah, um, but that also has to do with like yeah, just talking in the microphone. Yeah. Well, well, just I'm, keep going. I'll paraphrase for you. Well, what I'm saying is that it also <laughs> depends on like the temperature the film has been exposed to and things like that. Yeah, how the film has been stored. All that stuff. Yeah, Braxton knows way more about it than I do. I'm not gonna pretend I know more than him. Braxton is a film dictionary. Yeah. Um, but so that's that's really exciting. Um, but then I'm just gonna keep challenging you this whole off season to keep being like, hey, are you saying no? Like Yeah. And I want you to do the same for me because yeah. I sure hope we both say yes when we ask that question because <laughs> that's that is the ultimate goal. It's yeah. like being able to say no to uh, even things that seem promising or exciting or whatever it is. Yeah. Well because specifically me for now in my life, with having come off the classroom and mm -hmm. how successful it was mm -hmm. and how much I'm able to profit over the next five months with mm -hmm. payments coming in for from it i'm at a point where like i have enough saved and what i've been working for the past five years where i could literally just take a sabbatical all year mm -hmm. next year I are don't. you going to no <laughs> are you going to do something close to that no okay uh i don't see that in my future anytime soon okay i see that more if i'm ever going to take a, a long stinted sabbatical i don't know if i'd want it to be an entire year that's a really long it's so long yeah also to butt in in case his film has been turning out green, might because he hasn't been pre-rinsing. If you look at this, Stephen. <laughs> well, the rinse oh, is, it is, it's green. Kool-Aid. That's green. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that proving my point? Or are you saying the negatives turn out green? No, I'm saying the water turns out green. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. no you, That's very green. I know. No, 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 no. The negatives do not turn out green. I was like, oh, dang, that's a bummer. <laughs> no, no. It's just that first rinse turns out green where 35 it doesn't. That is a very strong green. I know. It's weird. It looks like uh, like it's from Ghostbusters or something. <laughs> 35 doesn't do that. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, 
Yeah. So going back to the conversation of it's so hard to say no to making more money, mm-hmm. it can be, it can feel addictive. It can be like, yeah. I mean, because when your career is established long enough, you're like, oh, that job could mean five figures for me. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. Um, and not having, not having a realistic expectation of how much time that's going to take away from you spending time with your family, mm-hmm. um, doing things that you love, mm-hmm. training for a marathon mm-hmm. if you want to run a marathon, mm-hmm. shoot film if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I've like shot very minimal film this year, and it's made me kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it's me trying to reckon with all of that. So for me, it's it's a whole lot of saying no to weddings, to shooting more weddings. Yep. And what, what's your cap on weddings for next year? My cap is is like 13 and I'm at 11 right now. Cool. So I'm going to let like a few more sneak in mm-hmm. um, and then I'm just going to be done. Now, the beauty of that is if I build systems to outsource more, mm-hmm. then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a big deal to take 12, 13 days out of the year to work yep. and then barely have to work on it in post-production. And some of me is realizing I need to shoot far less video mm-hmm. in order to do that because video is the thing that just like, annihilates that's a, that's a monster me. in post-production it annihilates me creatively um especially when i'm making other video content for the mm-hmm. other things i'm doing um so and the natural deterrent for more weddings is just raising the prices yeah. and raising them high yep. and so it's 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 not leaving money on the table um still having associates to mm-hmm. then potentially book other stuff um or making that amount of money that is twice of what I made, you know, three years prior Mm -hmm. to make it more sustainable for myself where I can still get a paycheck, but work half or a third of as much. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one way I'm I'm saying no. Um, Moving into next year, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of saying no to more sponsored content Mm -hmm. on YouTube. and just being really selective with that because mm-hmm. the pressure gets laid on with those. And to be perfectly frank, a lot of the stuff I've been making the second half of this year has been like, all right, I can give a lot of valuable information in this quick little five step tutorial thing, mm-hmm. but that's not, and they're fun to make because I can make jokes in them. Like I think about the video I released today. I'm like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's great. Like I'm fine with it, but it's nothing I'm like proud of. Sure. You know, and that's the difference between business and artists to go mm-hmm. back to that conversation. We're like, I'm now that like I've seen a lot of success on the business front, I'm really yearning to go back to the artistic side. I think that's the title of this episode. Yeah. Business versus art. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is kind of like what we've been wrestling with and talking about with everyone in the studio lately. It's, yeah. It's a it's a necessary conversation that you need to find I think balance in it. There's no right answer for anyone. It's it's strictly up to the individual. Yeah. Because a lot of people can find a ton of business success by being extremely artistic. That's exactly very, it. Very skilled and pristine. And mm-hmm. then they can sell their stuff and their services mm-hmm. for just like an insanely high rate yep. in comparison to the rest of whatever they're in. Or on the flip side, uh, like industry. a studio like us, where a lot of us might feel a little more business first. Yeah. Taking... I say we take January and we say it's a creative sabbatical for all of us. Hmm. We just take that month or February, like whichever is the the less art, like busy month based off of work that's already booked, but just taking time t- 
to fall in love with the art itself again because mm -hmm. then that will reinvigorate us to be like oh i've got these 20 new ideas for the weddings that i'm booking or yeah. these these five different techniques that i want to use for the commercial work that i'm doing this yeah. year like taking that time to really just make it about the process again i think has that effect on the business side of like oh it gets you excited to go out mm -hmm. and do this and do well for your clients and yeah. do well by them um i know i'm i'm desperately needing that right now yeah. so that's that's why a lot of the the winter stuff is like slow personal just like really doing it for fun mm -hmm. yeah i i want to shoot a whole lot more film this this off season um i'd like to read a good bit more what's great is really? like yeah really yeah that's awesome yeah we haven't but, talked about that yet well, books about marathon there's not much more uh, coffee in that i'm sorry that's okay no, you can I'm drink gonna, out of my cup no, if you want. i'm just gonna pretend i put some in the mouth. <laughs> I definitely poured myself more. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you only wanted a little bit. No, I don't know why good. I thought that. Um, but yeah, there's a book I want to read through right now called Advanced Marathoning. Awesome. And I like, I really, really, really want to hone in on finally tackling the dream of doing a sub, sub three. three hour marathon, which I've been sub trying to do for five three. years yeah. yep. <laughs> at this point. Hey, um, that's great though. Yeah. That's, I'm sure that's going to be a great book for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and just, I mean, even just small steps, like right now, the end of this week, my family and I are going to Nashville and we got an Airbnb like 45 minutes outside of the city in the woods. Nice. And we are just going to do nothing. Like we're just going to chill. And literally the whole first day we are going to just make what I, we call a blanket bed. Mm -hmm. So like you put all the pillows and blankets you have in the whole place in one spot. <laughs> And then like the TV is just on all day. That's awesome. And you just like the the kids are gonna drink cider and we'll drink hard cider. Nice. And, like yep. yeah, there and you chill. Go. That sounds awesome. Yeah. How long are you in Nashville or outside of Nashville for? Yeah, we'll be there for five days awesome. and just plan on like I plan on putting an email, auto email saying I'm not gonna get back to my phone until mm -hmm. you know Wednesday and I'm gonna make it very clear that I'm not gonna be talking to anyone mm -hmm. and turn my phone off. And I just haven't done that in literally years. Mm -hmm. So um, so that's more of me saying no in this season where I can yeah. just, I can ramp up, finish my backlog and be really stoked. Mm -hmm. Or I can take a week and just chill for a hot second, yeah. which we already did some of that too on a trip out to New York City. And yeah. um, the day before running the marathon was, Awesome. One of the best feelings I've had in a long time of just kind of doing nothing all day mm -hmm. and sitting and watching vlogs and spending time with Sabria and mm -hmm. our baby. And yeah, I'm like very much looking forward to having normal human interaction <laughs> with my loved ones like that again yes. after two, three months of not having much of that at all. And that's and that's why we're learning how to say no. Yes. More than anything else, the overarching reason. Well, there's an infamous there's an infamous video that Casey Neistat made about saying no. And even in an interaction with, that Cody Warner had with Casey Neistat, mm -hmm. he he went to New York City, Cody did, mm -hmm. and he was standing outside 368. And Casey was like going into the building and Cody's like, Casey, do you have a second? And Casey was like, no, and just walked in. And, and Cody made this whole video of just like, man, I respected that so much because he knew his priority. Yep. <laughs> Casey We're at that totally time, that level. Casey at that time was not saying no ever. Yeah. So like that was a function of like survival yeah. or not. And now he says no quite a bit. Yeah. Um, because of how much he said yes for years. Mm -hmm. And so I never really want to turn myself into uh, that level of Casey Neistatism, you know, yep. where and I see this over and over with YouTubers and creators online where they're just like, 
this is how I'm doing this hyper-functional, like post three times a day, every day, seven days a week, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm -hmm. they're just like, go, 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 go. I got the system, I'm a machine. I work 12 hours a day, every single day. It's no problem, I love it. You know, like, not to, not to call out names, but Graham Stephan straight up <laughs> did that. Not to say any names, but here's, but here's a first name. and last name. <laughs> But he admits it. He's yeah. now he's now admitting like that was too much. Yeah. He was he's like the pinnacle of who I'm thinking of. Yeah. He was like that was too much and now he has a team of he has two employees. Good. And now they're they are posting maybe just as much content, but he's but he's doing less. V very much less. And by less I mean now a normal amount. Yeah, maybe more than normal but still, not psychotic. Yeah. Because it's it's none not, of that is sustainable no. for anybody. And it's not cool to do that. It might feel cool, and that's the but thing. But it's is, not. But it's glorified. That's that's what I'm saying. It's it's not whatever, whatever you see, whoever you admire that does that, just know that that's not healthy. They can't keep living like that. And whatever you see on camera is not what the behind the scenes of their life looks like. Like yeah. it, it, it's just it's not good for you. It's just straight I, up, I do, it's not good I, for you. I do legitimately believe that there are a minute amount of people that can do it and can do it well. Sure. And if you're listening to this, you're probably not one of them. Yes, sorry to say. Exactly. Yeah. Because you do not sit and listen to an hour long podcast episode ever. No. Which is sad. I've... Yeah, because you can't hear this right now. <laughs> Actually, you can do it, but you, you wouldn't hear us <laughs> encouraging you. Um, Seth James Damore is someone I think of. He's unbelievable. Like, yeah, he is. He has, he, vlogged, is yeah. he has vlogged over, I mean, maybe not vlogged every single but he has posted a YouTube video every day straight for over 2,000 days in a row. And he's like a sub elite level runner. Yeah. And just he's has like a human. He's incredible. And he's but, also so nice. But he's so nice. Like, and his heck? relationship with his wife is so profound and so beautiful. And like, I, I, they have very real interactions in front of camera. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm now watching his vlog again pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. And he will put the camera down in the corner and Bridget, his wife, who he calls true love is not she doesn't even know the camera's rolling mm -hmm. and they act exactly the same yeah she acts exactly the same as she does in front of camera and even meeting seth in real life this past weekend amazing at the new york city marathon one of my friends apparently religiously watches his oh, vlogs nice. saw that and dm me was like dude did i see you on seth james demore's vlog i was like you know who he is i was like yes yes yeah. you're not wrong yeah he's crazy popular yeah yeah um and it, there is something to be said about doing something consistently like that mm -hmm. and building a community mm -hmm. he's done it he's done it very well but i was just even reflecting on like i don't know how many other relationships like deep relationships he has yep. outside of his family and outside of dgr demore global running his community on mm -hmm. youtube and if that brings him joy and fulfillment. Kudos to him. Well, honestly, his vlog today, they had a bunch of friends over mm -hmm. for dinner. So that was like cool to see. But that's the things I question. I'm like, I knew if I evaluate my life through that lens mm -hmm. and thought of if I did that, mm -hmm. I would not have any meaningful relationships in my life. Nope. Outside of my family. It's all about what you value at the end of the day. Right. What's important to you, where mm -hmm. you want to put your time. So. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so... Uh, so to give a perspective of what we think is most healthy to most people yes is don't extend overextend yourself like that yeah um 99.9 percent .9 of all people can't handle doing that and having a healthy life mentally physically relationally business yep. 
by going that speed and pace. And that's so much more important at the end of the day. Yes. And as we go into the B segment, we're going to talk about how we're doing that. (laughs) But you're going to hear that B segment after this commercial break. Mm. This episode of Rally Caps is brought to you by MusicBet, our favorite source for music licensing. You know, it's pretty surreal to partner with one of our favorite companies for Rally Caps. We've used their music for years and years on wedding films, on commercials, YouTube videos on my personal channel, and now we're even using their music for Rally Caps and extra innings on our Patreon. From the inception of an idea all the way to pressing publish, MusicBed plays an integral role in our entire creative process by providing amazing music to elevate all of our projects with. One of our favorite parts of MusicBed is how easy it is to use. Even with over 900 leading composers, bands, and singer-songwriters, it's so simple to navigate the site and find the perfect song for your project. You can search with specific attributes in mind, like the tempo, style, or instrument used, or even search specific keywords like cinematic, folk, or dope podcast intro. Well, maybe not the last one, but you get the point. Sometimes we just listen to the music on MusicBed for fun because it's that good. And if you're a music nerd, you can search songs by key and match songs across two if you'd like to mix and match. You can start a free account on MusicBed and browse all the same music we love to find what suits you best. When you're ready to start a subscription, use the code ALLCAPSRALLYCAPS at checkout to receive your first month free when you purchase an annual subscription. Start unlocking the full potential of your work. Thanks again to MusicBed for sponsoring this episode of RallyCaps. Now, back to the show. All right, B segment. I like this structure, by the way. I think this might be fun for future episodes. Too. Yeah. An A and B side. Mm-hmm. B segment. What are we doing for fun to reinvigorate ourselves, reinvigorate ourselves creatively? Let's just hash all that out. Braxton's developing film right now. Yeah. Maybe let's start there. Yeah. Um, definitely want to get my Leica M6 out a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Hasselblad 500cm medium format camera. Those two things. I also have a point and shoot. I wouldn't mind picking up another medium format camera for intentional portraits, kind of like what you were talking about. Six, four, five, six. I don't think so. I think six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably an RZ is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. RZ RZ with the 110, man. Yeah. Something like that. Um, So there's that for sure. Uh, I I want to take running a whole lot more seriously this next year because... When my body is healthy, um, I thrive in so many other ways. Mm. And when I stay disciplined to run outside of the waking hours of my family, mm-hmm. it affords me time to be present and clear-minded yep. and focused on what I need to do. Um, See, so yeah, I mean, honestly, just building relationships. I I was gonna I was gonna talk about this story a bit with another New York City Marathon story. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the honor and the privilege to meet Joe Greer mm-hmm. at the New York City Marathon this year. He, if you're unaware of who Joe is, def- what are you doing here? Definitely look him up. He's like one of the most popular film and street photographers in today's age. Yes, um, and and a wildly talented runner. And what was so cool about that interaction is, yes, we might we're we're thinking about doing some work with him and for him, which will be very cool i'm sure if it happens be hella flames man <laughs> uh what what i'm most excited about is to is to build relationships like that where it's like yeah we might have this um this thing in common as far as creativity artistry mm-hmm. work but the fact that we were able to sustain like a whole two hour conversation that was almost exclusively about this other passion that we have 
I felt like I finally met my match on someone that's just as interested in marathoning as mm. I am. Okay. Like all of my well, friends. We talk about it all the time. What are you talking? Like, you listen I, to I me talk match, about it all the time. I don't the match your enthusiasm about marathon running. <laughs> you, you and Mike and Braxton just like, just sit there and listen to all of it and nod we, your head. We so endearingly just, oh, wow. Yeah, wow, that sounds so good for oh, you. Man, that sounds so tough. Oh, you threw, cool. oh, wow, you threw up from running. Wow, that sounds awful. I mean, great. <laughs> great. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> So it was, it was just so cool to, yeah. And even at like a similar level of intensity too, mm -hmm. of speed and, um, and strategy and all those things like, yeah, homie's fast. Very. He got a 250, 249 on his marathon, which is nuts on New York's course, which is super hard. His first marathon. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm stoked to see what more relationships like that could be mm -hmm. like, even just it, outside of photography like youtubers as well yeah and youtubers that aren't photographers or filmmakers yes like i would love to be friends with seth or yeah other vloggers that do other things all right okay hear those squeaks Yo, speaking of film is this steven's role right here uh, i see be. six by six actually i think this is yours oh it is yeah it's birth it's my oh nice my child's birth that's awesome yeah i don't know you shot on the hasi Yes. Nice. I grabbed a few more rolls of medium format out of the bin. So Beautiful. Well. Yeah. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Those will be really special photos. So we got a little, little squeegee action. Braxton's taken off the um. A lot of the, people the liquid on this, but it's fine. Yeah. Get that ASMR squeegee. Yeah, you, want, you want some ASMR? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Okay. I am happy you mentioned that because that is why like three years ago, I wanted to start a podcast in the first place. Then I, I heard, I think we've talked about this many times. Yeah. Cy Moore's episode of Way Up North, mm. their podcast. I loved, I still love his work so much. And I was so excited to listen to an episode of him talking about his work. Mm -hmm. Instead, I got an hour and a half of him talking about denim and gardening and fly fishing and his furniture company and everything that wasn't photography. And it was so refreshing. Uh -huh to connect with someone and feel connected to someone that you admire in your industry mm -hmm. on levels that are completely unrelated to that thing at all. It's, it is like, it's a totally different level of connection. So for you to be able to share that commonality of running mm -hmm. with Joe is like, you love his work. Mm -hmm. We all do, mm -hmm. but you get to have that, that different kind of relationship because there's something that you both enjoy that's completely unrelated to why people know him and, and love his work and associate you know photography with him. 99.9% .9 of people that follow him do not run right. the same way, but you do. Yeah. And you can match that enthusiasm. And it's just cool to be able to connect with people like yeah. that. Like It's awesome to bring guests onto the show and to reveal those things yeah. to our audience and kind of bring that out of them and find those things, a similar interest that our listeners can totally connect with mm -hmm. because it just, again, it makes you feel like you actually are friends with that person yeah. or at least at the very least, you're just like, Oh cool. Like they like the same things that I do. Like, it gives oh. you, it gives you opportunity for like deeper friendship. Totally. Uh, outside of just feeling like, Oh, this person might just be wanting to get to know me because they just want to exploit my clout or whatever. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which Joe deals with 
constantly, I'm sure, um, which can, I'm sure, feel very frustrating. Another cool story that came out of the marathon as well. There's so many. It was, it was unbelievable. I didn't run my fastest time and I didn't care because of like all of the things that happened and how enjoyable the experience was with all of you being there. Mm -hmm. But then also oh, this so guy fun. named Daniel, I don't know if I told you this, he sent me a photo of me and him on mile 23 running side by side. Oh, I think you did share yeah. that photo. And who is he? So Daniel is this random guy. Yeah. He, he just sent me a photo and he was like, photo credit this other guy, this other friend of mine. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, can I send it to you via email? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Here's my email. And I'm like, do you know what mile this was? And he's like, I think it was like around mile 23. I was like working off you and this other girl on the left here. And I was like, oh, that's you in the photo. Oh. And he was like, yeah, that's me. Oh. I was running right next to you. Okay. And I, and he, he followed me on YouTube or something and, yep. and knew who I was from the internet. And then... Then we talked on DMs. I haven't had a DM conversation with someone for that long, and I don't know how long. <laughs> and we went for like an hour and a half going back and forth. That's awesome. And and then I posted that photo to my story and was like, new friend, just like, this is so cool that this thing is connecting us. And then lo and behold, Jack Coyne, former guest of Rally Caps, goes, that's my boy, Daniel. No way. That's my friend, Daniel. Oh my god! And it's just like, oh geez. Like how connected are these worlds? It's insane. Is, is he related at all to the guys that we saw on the subway after? No. No, okay. So then we saw Tom Black on the subway. Also Jack's friend. Yeah, who it's just happened so to jump on the same exact subway car as us. Mm -hmm. And I went on a run with him, with Jack last September. Okay. And then followed Tom's Boston Marathon this year. Tom's insane too. An absolute animal, like, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> 2.30 marathon. Stupid yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so enough of me talking about marathon, but like- it, No, but that's that's good though, because anyone so else cool. who runs here, yeah. that's, a, that's a touch point, that's a yep. connection, and that's just, yep. it's so cool to establish those things because it makes all of this feel a lot more genuine and a lot less about, like you said, exploiting clout or just trying to yeah. use people to get further in your own career, but instead it's like, no, I just like, I genuinely like this. Like me liking raw denim has, no bearing on my career, right. but it could be something that Sai and I talk about for an hour if we ever yep. meet, because I genuinely care about mm -hmm. that stuff. Yep. Uh, and he does too. And that's just, it's, it's just cool to know that and it, you And it might feel things. really intimidating to talk to someone like that about photography. Mm -hmm. You're just like, you know, you're way better than me. I don't feel like I can relate to you at all. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some component of them being like, yeah, you don't understand what it's like to do this book with this publisher and right. like all these things yeah. like yeah and you're like yeah i know i don't <laughs> let's yeah, talk yeah. about running totally anything else maybe um <laughs> anything else yeah what's your uh b segment then i think it's it's portraiture in film yeah. photography as far as like the visual side of things mm -hmm. is concerned um i also love reading fiction i think that gets me uh really like in the frame of mind for writing also, mm -hmm. like the more I'm able to consume and just like chill and take my eyes off of screens, mm -hmm. uh, the more I'm able to, I think, output better when I am making those things. Yeah. So yeah, reading fiction is just super fun, like a lazy Saturday afternoon in the winter. I can see it right now. Snow is <laughs> falling outside the apartment. Me and oh, it'll chilling. be insane. It's gonna be beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, super cozy, fake fireplace playing on the TV. It's oh, gonna yeah. be awesome. <laughs> um, no, but like stuff like that, uh, playing and making more music also mm -hmm. 
would love to write some original stuff here. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. Um, and also we'll probably get back into the rhythm of playing uh, at my friend's church on uh, on Sundays again, because cool. um, they're looking for more musicians. Yep. And that, I mean, music was my first love when it came to just expressing myself mm -hmm. and, and being creative. So it'll feel really good to get back into that rhythm again, because again, it's really just fun. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, I have to take my cart. Not guitar. <laughs> what? <laughs> to take my car guitar. Car guitar. No, car to car. take my guitar to uh, Chicago Music Exchange to get oh. restrung. And I need to buy a guitar. And you need to buy a guitar. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. uh, where does design land in all this? <laughs> yeah. Because that could yeah. very much be just as much work for mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. but I know you're just as excited. Oh, wow. We got a little preview. Oh, sheesh. Preview of right. the 120 frames. Oh, oh man. Of that's, New York. Wow. That's extremely cool. <laughs> oh man that's the 800 baby that looks awesome what the heck thank you for that yes sir that's oh my gosh i can't wait to scan all of these. i know it's like christmas oh every time gosh. you scan film i knew from this trip to like the 10 rolls that i shot in the past week i'm like i am these like every fire single flames. frame on there yeah. i'm excited about no cap like, no flames no capital letters here except that checkout rally caps all, all caps. caps yeah <laughs> musicbed.com um, music slash rally caps <laughs> um where does design play into it um it because you designed for samuel elkins i designed for recently Sa for his field trips series on youtube and uh, then his his new one called on the road um yeah there's there's some stuff there uh, I don't know how ongoing that work is going to be, but it, we've we've got a good good repertoire now of uh, of different projects to work on and all that. Oh, that's my child and my child holding my child and my mom holding my child. Who's holding the child? A lot of people holding oh, the so child. Many people holding people. That's beautiful. It's so cute. I love it. That one of Theo's awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Sam done design work for Rally Caps um for the classroom yep um and then my friends joe carl and mark uh, all photographer friends from the east coast all uh, want me to do design work for their photo businesses i'm in the process of working on all three of those and then gene wants to hire Jimmy. me for commercial dude. photography branding <laughs> mila even mentioned something oh about gosh, dude. that so um that I'm gonna have to just figure that out as I go, to be honest, because it's a totally new territory. Um, I have no could literally idea. just turn into a whole new career for you. It could if I took it seriously enough, and that that's the that's the intimidating thing. Except that it it actually would like you would do it and do it well. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It yeah. I yeah. I I, have I could no see idea. you taking that and going full steam ahead with it. To be honest, it'd be really fun. It'd be I'm such. Not, a I'm not just interested in that, but. Or, or melding the two. Yeah. If there were a world where I could design and take photo client projects on like a specifically like film or like very intentional basis, like a slower pace, um, write and help direct or produce commercial stuff and almost like use a camera less and like use different formats a little bit more to help direct yeah. and do like more vision casting or writing or you designing. Could do, you could do branding for anyone now. Yeah. It'd be really fun. Branding and marketing. Yeah. Or at least content for marketing. And that, that I will absolutely be doing that throughout <laughs> the winter because that, that feels right now the same way shooting my first weddings did when I first started shooting. Yeah. It's got that same excitement yep. around it. Um, it's brand new and I want to run with that while I still feel that excitement. And then when I've done maybe 10 client projects, see how I feel about it then and then 
kind of reevaluate if I want that to be yeah. a regular thing that I have a workflow for. But are you only going clients? Are you that. only going to allow those first jobs to be the way you practice doing it more, or are you? Gonna, oh no, I'm going to do it for myself. Do also, you want to do just it with fun. tangible paper and pen? Do you want to get an iPad and a stylus? I will. So I actually this that's a great question. Um, I. I bought an iPad Pro in September, had oh. it for two weeks, and decided that for, for my design <laughs> workflow, and just, first of all, I don't think the iPad is that is like robust enough for the stuff that I need to be doing on the go. That's fine. Yeah, because it doesn't do file management well, and when yeah. you're backing up thousands of wedding photos on the go, you need to have a bulletproof backup workflow for that. That's really the one, like the weakest area, yeah. in my opinion, and I think most other people that use the iPad would agree with that as yeah. well. Um, but even from a design perspective, I've realized that I think the iPad will be a, so I'm going to get an 11 inch pro instead and use that as an accessory to using illustrator because I really like how, like there's, there are a lot of like hotkeys and shortcuts that I already know in illustrator yeah. and it just feels really fluid already. Yep. Um, and the difference I think between, I think a lot of the difference there, I think a lot of design, uh, like graphic design in a lot of ways works a little easier with keyboard and mouse and then illustrating is like its own category where yeah. that feels nicer on pen and paper and you scan it in or you just draw it in procreate because yep. um, procreate is not nearly the same app as illustrator is and there's a lot of differences that i kind of finagled as i experimented with it so i think for the more like hand-drawn type projects I'll use an iPad yep. and then even bring those designs then into Illustrator and refine them a little bit with some of the tools totally, in there. Totally. Um, and then from there, just kind of like figure out a good workflow between the two. But the iPad's an amazing tool. I'm excited to get one back in hand because I really loved having one. Uh, it just wasn't the laptop replacement I was hoping it would be. So I'd rather have a smaller iPad to go with a larger laptop, bring both on the go, and then just have those two to kind of bounce between um, because I think it's kind of impossible to get rid of the the Mac OS, like the desktop yeah. software experience. Yeah. So in the realm of that uh, subject, <laughs> I finally you your laptop. bought my laptop. <laughs> Got me six, six, get? 16 inch. 16 inches of laptop. M1. M1. Max. Max. 64 gigs of memory. Of memory. And four terabytes. Oh, you state. the four terabyte. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was like a a $4,800 purchase. I did it through the education because I am an educator. So that's how I justified it. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it's literally just pro tip. Like if Man, you're in the education would... realm or you're a student, just I think it's education.apple.com. Yeah. Yeah, Do it was it. like $500 off. Yeah, that crazy. massive, massive laptop. Is the SSD that's the killer in that build? Yes, yeah. it was like an extra six or $800. I think it's an extra at least 800. And that's how that's how Apple gets you, sure, yeah. that's what you say, but to have four terabytes of space for me to do the work that I do. And um, Sarah Dietschy brought up a really good point where she's like, don't get the eight terabyte one. Yeah, then because you'll put, you'll put on everything there. on it yeah. and then you'll lose your whole life. And I'm like, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So yeah, my life will be lived on the metaverse then. <laughs> I'm gonna do. And the I'll exact, be like, I don't care. <laughs> Let me put my VR goggles on real oh quick and gosh, go find my backups. Burning. Um, I'm gonna do the exact same configuration, but with really? two terabyte, two, two terabytes weights instead, uh, because I think I, I do a lot less video work. I but think is, is do you really reason. do you really feel like what that'll be four hundred dollars of savings is worth it? Eight hundred dollars of savings. Uh, no. 
You said yours is 4,800? Uh, it's, it, yeah, but it's $600 more from the base of one terabyte, I believe. I built out one earlier today that was the same configuration, but two terabytes of yeah. SSD and it was 3,900. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they charge a lot for the yeah. SSD. It, it is, it's a very fast SSD. Yeah. Very expensive. M1 Max, 16 inch, M1 Max, 64 16, gigs. 64 gig, maxed out everything, two terabyte SSD, 3,900 on the education store. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Which I just do a lot less video work. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like the R5 files but, when I get one will be large, but like SS, SSDs are cheap. And the fact that you could around, just like, like I fine. could just dump a ton of raw footage onto yeah, the computer. That's, that's amazing. And then just edit it yes. and not have to transcode anything. It's awesome. Okay. We're getting way too nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is this episode again? <laughs> it is. It is a great one it is, is what great. it is. Yeah, so really stoked to invest in something like that. Yes. Saying no to my old laptop. Yeah, no old laptop with the four ports that if you touched them wrong or looked at them sideways, they would eject, eject. the drive. <laughs> no more. No more. No more. I've drawn the line in the sand. I think the classroom really took out its last yeah. breath. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, both uh -huh. my desktop and my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm building out my home studio. Uh -huh. I am saying yes to that because uh -huh. that's going to allow me to say no to a lot of other things. Yes. And it's going to allow me to work from home more than I do now, mm -hmm. which is never. <laughs> <laughs> and that, the goal of getting our house was for me to have a home office so mm -hmm. that I could work from home a couple days a week and not have to commute all the way from the suburbs to the city. So mm -hmm. um, we've already painted it completely black and I'm very, very excited about furnishing it now. Yep. So. Yeah. Awesome. And then we can work there and make music out of that room as well. I'm so excited. To yeah. Music. It's going to be great. I'm very, very excited about that. Okay. We should probably be done rambling. I now. think we should be done rambling. I great. have no idea where to cut that, but hey, thank you for watching yeah. and listening. I hope you watched it because it would definitely be a little chaotic if you only listened to it today. That's fine if you did, though. We're not judging That's you. That's totally fine. We love you regardless. Yeah. And if you love us in turn, could you leave us a review Please. on Apple? That'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. We'll leave the link below for that. You could also like this video, subscribe to the channel. Uh -huh. If you're watching uh, on YouTube. Yeah, share this link with a with a friend or some family members. And leave a comment and leave a comment about what you're saying no to this off season and yes. into next year. Yes, mm -hmm. leave that comment. We'll love to talk with you about what yeah. you're uh, saying no to. All right. So thanks again. Appreciate y'all. 